Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Well, hello, ladies. This is Trina Newby broadcasting to you live this Monday, May 14th, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas a huge success. Well, it's a glorious Monday here in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm broadcasting on a beautiful day today, and the sun is shining, um, and I can see that it's going to be a hot day here. Get ready for those of you who are living in the south. It seems like we're going to be having some serious heat waves coming uh, in the southern region of the United States. For those of you who are on the west coast, uh, who are listening from uh, our Pacific Mountain Standard Time, For those of you who are Midwest, welcome, welcome, welcome to Successful Woman Radio. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I trust that all of you who are listening had a fantastic weekend and that you did indeed take some time to enjoy pamper yourself. And I hope all of you who are moms, whether you had a child yourself or you were being a mom to someone else's child, I hope that you had the opportunity to have a glorious Mother's Day yesterday and that you, you, you know, you just spent some time with your family and your loved ones. I certainly got a chance to do something that I hadn't done in a while, uh, and I call it vegging out, just relaxing, right? I just literally kept on my pajamas a large portion of the day, and I just relaxed, and that was really what I wanted. My husband asked me, he said, what do you want to do? Do you want to go out? No, I just want to relax. I just want to have a very quiet day at home, and boy, was that nice. I really, really um, enjoyed it. I hadn't been, you know, sitting in my family room on my sofa for a long time, so I couldn't believe how relaxing it was, and, and it was just something that I reminded myself, don't forget to enjoy the simple things, which is so very important. So that's what joy pampering is all about. Joy pampering is about remembering to enjoy the small things, the simple things, the little things in life that all add up to making you smile, giving you that warm, fuzzy feeling. And, you know, it could be anything, really. It could be reading a book. It could be uh, holding a baby. You know, maybe some of you have grandkids or nieces and nephews. You haven't, you haven't seen them since they were born and they're still little and you want to have some time with them. Maybe it's simply calling someone and saying, I love you, right? Uh, maybe it's doing something for someone else that brings you the greatest joy. Whatever it is that you need to do to joy pamper yourself, remember, joy is yours for the taking. You are responsible for creating your own joy, bringing that joy into your life as well. And we have so much more control over our emotions on a daily basis than we ever would know. So joy pamper yourself. Don't forget that. I've got a great show lined up for you today. Um, we're going to give you the five questions to generate cash in 2018. And then I'm also going to be covering the power of focus 
for Women. Again, The Power of Focus for Women. Um, This is a book that I've covered a couple of times over the 10 years uh, that we have had Successful Woman Radio. And lately I've been having a lot of people asking me about focusing, productivity, prioritizing. So I thought this would be a really good time to get this book back out and um, have it as our book club book of the month. And, again, this book is by Fran and Les Hewitt. Um, They are known for uh, being motivational speakers. Um, They are strong in the areas of productivity and getting things done. And as a matter of fact, uh, Les Hewitt wrote the overall book, The Power of Focus, and then Fran came right along and wrote a companion book just for women. And so the book is really good, and I will be reading an excerpt from the book today. Um, and if you want a copy, you can find them pretty inexpensive on Amazon.com. So check it out, The Power of Focus for Women, What Successful Women Know About the Secret to Conquering Challenges, and and creating change, so very, very important. And, of course, our theme all this month is the diamonds are in your own backyard. So what am I talking about when I even talk about diamonds? What am I saying and what am I meaning um, that the diamonds are in your own backyard? Well, I'm talking about leads. I'm talking about new connections. I'm talking about building new relationships. And you don't always have to go very far to meet people who can become very valuable to you and your business, right? People who can refer other people to you, individuals who might be interested in what you have, uh, they are all around you. You only but get structured and look for them, and they are there. So I'm going to talk about today, and I set the foundation of um, the Diamonds Are In Your Own Backyard. I set the foundation for that on last week as I talked overall about, you know, harvesting the diamonds. And I want to talk to you today a little bit about focusing on finding the diamonds, right? Because it's going to require some effort on your end to find the diamonds that are all around you so that you can start seeing more activity going on in your business. So we'll talk about that a little bit later um, as well. Um, I want to just thank all of you, all of you, who have been joining the new program that Women About Biz uh, has put out. It's a a whole new division, a whole other sub-company that we created called Lifestyle for Her. And um, we have been having phenomenal success with Lifestyle for Her. And as as you know, for those of you who have been listening long-term, Lifestyle for Her is a two-part system. The first part is a membership providing you with 24-7 access to um, spiritual wealth and life enrichment courses that are going to help you dig beneath that surface and get your goals accomplished, right? And then the second part of it is an income opportunity because when you become a member, you also become a lifestyle ambassador. And that's basically saying that you believe in supporting, motivating, encouraging, and empowering other women to accomplish their dreams and goals. And you believe in them doing it now and not waiting for some distant future. So you get rewarded with great commission. And boy, do we have a wonderful commission plan. And so we have so many people that have been emailing, that have been calling, uh, that have been texting saying that they really love the program. So definitely make sure that you go to Lifestyle4, that's F-O-R, Life for Her, 
H-E-R.net, and make sure you check out um, our membership. And if you are looking for accountability to hold you uh, with, you know, accomplishing your dreams and goals and you, you're looking for something a little more structured, then definitely Lifestyle for Her is, is it. Um, one of the things that we're also doing at Lifestyle for Her is that every quarter we're planning a retreat. So I'm excited that we're getting ready to plan our retreat for uh, coming up in another month or so. And then as well, we're planning an annual uh, conference and an annual trip as well. So we've got a lot going on already at Lifestyle for Her. And we just did, uh, put out our first weekly podcast. Uh, and I interviewed Daphne Matthews, who is a retired business manager, and she talked about the fact of how she set goals to get to where she was as a business unit manager, and she also talked about the people that helped her along the way um, and how important it is to have mentors in your life. So it was a wonderful, wonderful interview. So again, I encourage you guys to check out Lifestyle 4, that's F-O-R, her, Net. Check us out um, and consider becoming a part of this wonderful movement of women who believe in empowering one another and who believe in uh, being able to live your best life now. That's what's so very, very important. Now, if you guys uh, visit Women About Biz, I wrote an article uh, to be printed in a magazine. I was interviewed and um, one of the online magazines will be printing an article, and part of it was about lifestyle for her. So if you go to womenaboutbiz.net, that's womenaboutbiz.net, you can go to um, blog the blog in the top right menu bar, and there is the article. You get to read it ahead of time. There is the article, Live Your Best Life Now. And I just kind of share about what what I learned from my mom and how I used to hear her tell her girlfriends all the time about all the places that she wanted to travel and all the things that she wanted to do when she retired, as though retirement, for whatever reason, was that was the point that you could actually live a better life and do the things that you wanted to do. But in the meantime, you had to wait. And I used to say to myself as a teenager, I wonder why mama just continuously um is telling people that she's going to do it when she retires. That might not be for a while. Um, and I remember wondering that. And I, I still don't know the answer to that to this day, but what I do know is what she told me before she transitioned um, on this side of, of life, which was to live my best life. She told me to live my life now. And I took that to heart. Uh, and she mentioned that to me quite often, and now I realize it was because she didn't accomplish all of the dreams and goals that she wanted to. Um, and so I keep that in my mind, and I also keep in my mind what Dr. Miles Monroe, who is also no longer with us, said, which is uh, when I leave this earth, I want to leave it having tapped out all of my talent and all of my potential. And he went on to say that because the graveyard has many millionaires and billionaires, would-be millionaires and billionaires. They're full of potential, but they never use their potential, so they die with it because no one can have what you are supposed to have. Nobody is supposed to have your success but you. So if you leave this world, your success 
and all the things that come along with that, they lie dormant. They are never, ever to be claimed on this side of life. And so, again, this is why it's so important for you to understand that from a business perspective, there is a whole other dynamic going on when you talk about being successful in business because it's just not about practicing the principles of textbook business, about how to run a business. There are also divine principles going on working in your life trying to connect you with the success that's already yours. It's already been claimed for you, right? And so it's important for you to understand when you're starting a business and as you go through growing a company that you get your mindset prepped right about your role as the leader of the company. You can't keep yourself in that labor role. So with that said, let's go ahead and look at five questions to generate cash in 2018. Now, for those of you who are new to Successful Woman Radio, you know that every year I come up with a a list of questions that I think is going to help you move yourself to a whole new level. It's going to help you to dive deep as, as to where you are as a business owner, as the CEO of your company, and help you to improve. And so it is with these questions. Here's number one. What must I do to achieve my sales goals this week or month? Again, what must I do to achieve my sales goals this week or month? Sales goals are very, very important. And sometimes as the CEO of, of the business, um, it's easy to forget when you're, especially when you're a solopreneur, it's easy to forget that you really need to keep your mind focused on the sales side of business. So set your goals. Know, know what you want to reach as far as sales is concerned on each Friday of the week, and that way you can keep yourself driven to accomplish that. Number two says, am I consistent in implementing my marketing system to attract new leads? Well, as you know, marketing um, consistency is key in marketing. Um, implementation is key in marketing. And if you're not doing those things consistently that you need to be doing to attract to you, then it explains a lot of the times to most business women why you're not getting the business that should be coming into you, right? It doesn't matter if your product or your service is really good. It doesn't matter if uh, it's, it's probably one of the best products out there for whatever it is you do in your industry. It doesn't really matter. You can have the most attractive website ever, but if nobody's coming to visit, it doesn't really matter now, does it? So this is why it's important for you to have a structured marketing system with a goal to attract new people to what it is that you do. So very important. Here's number three. Right along with marketing, um, you want to ask yourself, have I identified a minimum of three new people to talk with daily? about the benefits of using my services or my product. Now, this is really important, especially for those of you who are solo entrepreneurs, right? You know, when it comes right down to it, I can ask this question a thousand times, and I guarantee you that more than 75% of the time, I'm going to get the same answer. And that question is, what do you attribute to for you getting the most clients? in your business or the most customers. And most of the time, a solo entrepreneur will say, I get more referrals. I get my customers. I get my clients through referrals, other people sharing, right? 
So why aren't we taking that information? If we know, for example, that people refer others to us, why aren't we taking advantage of that and creating a whole referral system, a whole referral marketing structure around that? So identifying a minimum of three people to talk with daily is a part, should be a part of that. And I started doing this early on when I started Women About Biz, which is why I believe I was able to amass like 10,000 followers and members of Women About Biz when we went national right away because I was so used to talking to people every single day. I talked my way into success with Women About Biz. So I'm saying that you should, especially if you're a solo entrepreneur, you should schedule that time. You need about one hour time every single day to talk with three new people about the benefits of using your service and your products. Here's number four. What are the business goals that I need to accomplish this week? Well, there are other goals in addition to sales goals and in addition to talking to three new people every day. There are some other things that need to take place within your business, right? Only you are going to know what those are. This is why it's so important for you to get in touch with what needs to happen in your business on a weekly basis. When you look at your calendar every Sunday evening, maybe somewhere around 7, between 7 and 9 p.m., um, this allows you to catch anything that might be falling through the cracks. This will allow you also to look at activities that really don't even have anything to do with you bringing in new business, right? And sometimes we have activities that really need to be eliminated. Not all activities, but a lot of the activities that we have on our calendars really need to be eliminated. And this is a side note for us as women. You want to be real careful about packing your activity calendar up. Uh, and you, you look at it and it's like, oh, boy, I got a lot of tasks on here. Um, I have a lot of people that I'm going to be talking to. But all of those tasks and all those people that you have on there are, are irrelevant when it comes to uh, them supporting the goals that you're trying to set for Friday, right? So you really have to be careful because this is a false sense of accomplishment when we have a packed calendar, but it doesn't even help us in doing what we're doing. Then you have to go back and say, well, what in the heck am I doing? Why is my calendar so packed up, and yet all of this stuff has nothing to do with me making money in my business? You really, really have to look at that. This is why I I firmly believe also that when you're a solo entrepreneur especially, it's not that you can't have a flexible schedule. But you do need to set aside a certain number of work hours uh, to work specifically on your business, to carve time out to make sure that, that you have time to do the things necessary to move your business forward and to accomplish your business goals, okay? Very, very important. And lastly, number five, in the five questions to generate cash in 2018, is what must I change about my leadership to move my business forward? Now, you know, I could talk about this for the whole entire show, um, and as a matter of fact, I am developing uh, a new webinar on just that um, about being the CEO of your company and how do you begin to manage that, how do you begin to handle that. Listen, ladies, you need to understand, I don't even want it to be a secret to you. I really don't. I don't want it to be a secret to you because it was a secret to me for a long time, and then I finally had my aha. So I'm just going to just let you have it right here. This, this is worth thousands and thousands of dollars. Listen at this. 
the secret to you being successful is you being the best leader you can be for your business based on your business industry, okay? And that doesn't sound like it's a secret, but it's a secret because not many business women, especially home-based and solo entrepreneurs, not many women are practicing this, right? But what you need to understand, and I'll quickly go back over this because I know many of you have heard it before, there's three pivotal roles that have to be played in every business. The first role is the labor role. The second role is the manager role. And the third role, which is the most important role, is the entrepreneur visionary role. That's the CEO role because that role is responsible for setting the foundation of the company, responsible for setting the vision, setting the goals, setting the sales goals for the marketing, responsible for being the ambassador. That role is very, very pivotal, and yet, Home business owners, solo entrepreneurs continue to look at that role as an emergency role. Oh, I'm not getting customers. I'm not getting business. So I'm going to hustle and jump back into the CEO role and start calling people and start going to network meetings again and start doing this and that again. And then as soon as they get busy, they stop doing it and jump back into the labor role. And that's that's very common amongst business women, especially business women who've been in business for less than five years, it's very, very common to do that. I think overall women find themselves comfortable in that labor role. The labor role is that role that does the work, makes the product, uh, provides the service. And that labor role is very comfortable because it makes us feel as though we are accomplishing something, right? And it's not that we're not, but I want you to think about this for a minute. If you own the gift basket business, right, and you're designing the gift baskets, you're making the gift baskets, you shop for the gift basket items, you're doing all of those things, that's some labor roles, and someone orders that gift basket from you, you've got to go make the gift basket. Again, put yourself back in the labor role. You've got to go make that gift basket. But then after they purchase that gift basket, what now? Huh? going to be a gaping extent of silence because you haven't been marketing. You haven't been doing anything else. And so now you've got to jump back over into the management role and the CEO visionary role to figure out why you're not getting customers. And then when you do figure that out, it's time for you to start marketing. You'll market and then jump back into the labor role to do the gift basket. The problem with that is, is that business just does not work that way. You have to be playing and make sure all three roles are being played in your business based on your needs. And, again, this is why you have to have um, committed hours that you give to your business because all three of those roles, based on your business needs, have to be played. They're not all going to be played to the 100% capacity. You know, maybe your business is more labor intensive. Maybe you're a coach or consultant. Maybe you make gift baskets. You actually do that. Uh, maybe you um, make jewelry, okay? But then maybe your business, you're in direct sales, and you've got all of that taken care of. The company that you're repping makes all of the products, takes care of a lot of the stuff, gives you uh, a marketing plan to, to go by. So what your responsibility is then is being the CEO of the company, right, making sure that you lead your team, making sure that you follow up, that you're the ambassador, uh, making sure that you stay in front of people and they know what you provide and what you can do. 
And there can be a blend of the of all three roles as well, but you're never going to know that until you understand that your leadership is needed in your company to figure all of that out. And when your leadership is missing, this is most of the times when your business stops making money. I can tell you that almost with 100% um, confidence that, Again, if you're not playing the leadership role in your company, then this is the reason why you may not be making money, okay? And I want you guys to understand that. And that's the secret that I had to learn because I was so comfortable in the labor role, right? I was so comfortable at Women About Biz writing articles. I was so comfortable um, coaching and talking to people all day long, but what I realized is that while I was helping everybody else, I wasn't helping myself. I wasn't being the leader that my company actually needed. And so I had to go back and figure out what I needed to do. And that is when I began to understand. When I read the book, e make sure you get your copy of that book. Very good book, e and the E stands for Entrepreneur. So the Entrepreneurial Myth by Michael Gerber, Gerber as in the Gerber baby food. So that is one of the best books. I consider it to be one of the Bibles of business. And if you don't have a copy of that book in your success library, then I highly suggest that you get a copy of that book in your success library. I'm going to go ahead now as I've shared with you uh, you know, things that you need to be thinking about, questions to generate cash in 2018. You know, these questions are questions that you really need to sit down and answer for yourself. And what you'll notice is that each week you may get a different answer. So that is why I um, repeat these questions every single Monday. And I've had so many people to write me and thank me for the questions that I come up with because it helps you to become more self-directed. It helps you to gain clarity and have better focus. Now, for those of you that have just tuned in, I see the board is full um, yet again. Uh, so don't forget, if you ever uh, come to the board and you find out that it's full, you can always go online on your phone, your smart device, and listen live by going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash successful woman radio. Thank you guys for for being on board with me and listening to the show today. I really, really appreciate it. Um, as I said before, our book club book of the month uh, is The Power of Focal Women. What successful women know about the secret to conquering challenges and creating change? Really, really important. And I'm going to be skipping around uh, a little bit in this book because there are some very pivotal parts of this book that I really want to get right to. And so I'm going to just go ahead and start in some areas that I actually know um, a lot of you will enjoy. So I'm going to be reading starting with the five barriers. And if you have the book already, it's located on page four. But the author says there are five barriers that all women need to be aware of, okay? And these barriers are things that can hold us back if we allow them to um, when we're talking about gaining clarity and focusing, right? The five barriers are coasting in your comfort zone, mm, beware of apathy and indifference, that's number two, and then number three is fear. Of course, that's probably the most popular of all barriers, right? And then um, number four is justifying your actions 
And lastly, number five is putting things off. So let's go ahead and dive into uh, coasting in your comfort zone. The author says we all love comfort, but unfortunately it is one of the culprits that keeps us, even when we know we need to make changes, we often choose what feels safe and familiar instead of what we really want. We're great at making excuses, living in denial, and justifying why we choose to stay stuck. For years, she said, I was using a very old version of database software. I could manipulate the program to do everything I wanted it to. My familiarity with it helped me to move and update files with speed and accuracy. Then as my business grew, I realized I needed to upgrade. That meant learning a whole new software. I started making excuses to avoid making the change. Now isn't a good time. I would need to take classes in the evening. The thought of leaving my comfort zone was very threatening. I'm sure you can relate, she said. It's not only computer software we hang on to in our desire to stay close to the familiar. We do it in other areas, too. We take the same route to work every day. We shop at the same stores. We order the same items from the menu instead of selecting something different. Too many routines stop you from challenging yourself. It's pretty much the same thing day in and day out. Choosing to stay in a comfort zone eventually restricts your capacity for life. Is that what you really want? She says, how about requiring more of yourself so you can create better options? How about no longer waiting for someone else or your life circumstances to change before making a move? She says, everything truly rewarding lies outside of your comfort zone. Amen. I totally agree. The more you can stretch your capacity, she says, to experience a fuller life, the more rewarding life becomes. Constantly challenging your comfort levels will help you feel more alive, more passionate, and more confident about getting what you want. Understand there are no reassurances, guarantees, or parachutes to help you go ahead and leap anyway. And then she talks about beware of apathy and indifference. That's number two of the five barriers. She says realizing your life is on hold because you are stuck in the comfort zone trap is quite different from another obstacle to change, apathy. Indifference and a lack of passion rob many women from taking calculated risks that will improve their circumstances. For some, it's their life load that's holding them back. They are burdened enough already. Change for these women is just another thing to do. Many are shut down emotionally. Life feels flat and joyless. They go about the motions of living, but they are dead inside. I call them the living dead. It's sad, dead at 40, but not buried until they're 80. Perhaps you're thinking, there's no way I can get excited about my job, my business. I challenge you to change that. Feeling indifferent or bored is not a good return on the many precious hours you invest. Our jobs need to be more fulfilling. Our business is more fulfilling. Even the most menial work can become stimulating with the right attitude. What could you do to build on enthusiasm and boost your energy? She says, reignite the life inside of you. Banish indifference to sulk in the shadows. Don't dare settle for a life of survival when you are worth so much more. She says, it saddens me to see so many women living this way. Helping them to reconnect with their emotions is inspiring, and it's a joy for me to witness. 
it's not only people who are overburdened that end up feeling apathetic and indifferent. Many women would like to change their situation, but they stay too long at the same job and eventually indifference sets in. I have noticed a huge shift in the business world away from human connectedness due to the amount of time spent in front of computers and using other technology. We no longer take the time to build relationships, especially. It's easy for many women to slip into apathy when no one cares or notices them anymore. And I'll end right here on number two because next Monday we're going to cover fear and we'll cover justifying your actions, and we'll go ahead and finish out the five barriers. But how how real is that that she is talking about that, about women and apathy and um, women just kind of going through the motions and just accepting that this is my plot in life, this is where I'm at, oh, well. You know, I've, I've talked to, as a coach, I've talked to a lot of women, and I've heard those very same things. As a matter of fact, when I was reading this book, over again for the book club, you know, it just reminds me of the fact that here we are in the 21st century, and yet there are still a lot of women who aren't understanding the amazing things that are available to us that were not available to our grandmothers and their mothers that we have available to us today. Um, And I was just recently talking with my sister this morning, and uh, we were talking about the fact that it seems like there are a lot of people that don't want to work for what it is that they want. If you tell a person that, you know, to start a certain kind of business, it's going to require you to do this, that, or the other, they are excited about it until they learn about the amount of work that they have to do to be successful. Um, And as we talk with women about goal setting, which is one of the reasons why we developed the new division of Women About Biz called Lifestyle for Her, because so many women, I talk to them about goal setting, and I would give them the instructions for goal setting and kind of walk them through and hold their hands up, but yet they would not work on it. They didn't want to work on the goals. They just wanted to, to be able to have what the goals would provide. They wanted the end result. So somewhere along the way, um, a lot of us have got the wrong idea about being successful and accomplishing things in our lives. There is going to be a certain amount of work that we all have to do in order to have successful businesses, no doubt about it. There is going to be a comfort zone that we all have to step outside of, no doubt about it. But it's the pushing of yourself outside of that box and making things happen for yourself in spite of the fear, in spite of the obstacles, in spite of all of the things that are around you that seem to be preventing you from having what you want. It's pushing past all of that that will give you the most beautiful, elated feeling you have ever had when you do accomplish those goals because you worked hard for it. You worked, which is so very, very important. And so that is why um, I have such a desire to see more of you, as many as possible, really step into the zone and become the CEOs that you need to be for your business. Yes. 
if you are a solo entrepreneur, you may have to work all three of those roles until you are bringing in an income that can help you hire and pull on virtual assistants and others to assist you. But there are ways to work around it, but you won't know that until you get into that CEO role. And so, again, ladies, I want you to pick up your copy of this book because it's certainly blessed my life over the years, The Power of Focus for Women by Fran and Les Hewitt, H-E-W-I-T-T. You go to Amazon, and I'm not uh, advertising Amazon, but, hey, let's just face it. They simply, you know, have become the Walmart of books. And if you go there, you can get the book. I think I saw it for like $4.99, $5.99 when it used to sell for like $13 or $14. So definitely go pick up your copy of the book. Well, um, a lot is happening over at Women About Biz. As many of you know, we have been busy really since the beginning of the year revamping and doing a lot of things, and we are just about ready with our course program. Now you'll be able to go to Women About Biz, and you'll be able to access business courses a la carte. Um, and you'll be able to choose the courses that you want and then have access to them 24-7 and be able to, you know, slow the pace down if you need to or speed the pace up if you need to. So I think you're going to really, really super enjoy that. We are going to start back up at Women About Biz having our group coaching uh, with accountability calls. I'm very, very excited about that. So we're planning some new things over there for that. And then we're also going to be doing some live success roundtables. And I am going to be traveling um, throughout this year. I am going to be traveling doing women's tables throughout Uh, the United States. And so I should have the schedule for the rest of this year. I should have that schedule coming up by this Wednesday. So make sure you check Women About Biz. And if I'm not coming to your area and you'd like to host me or what have you, then definitely let me know that as well. Um, So very excited to be sharing some things that are really helping me to be extremely successful recently, some more breakthroughs that I have had. Um, I've always been a six-figure uh, businesswoman. I believe in helping other women find their six-figure path as well. That's what we're all about at Women About Biz. And so make sure that you mark every Monday at 12 noon for Successful Woman Radio. I want you to make sure that you listen to the information that is being given you so that you can plug in and implement some of those things. Now, I want to offer this. I'm getting ready to uh, give you a wonderful offer at no cost. This is a blessing that I do uh, every month here on Successful Woman Radio, and I'm talking about no other than the Power Talk. A Power Talk is an energetic 30 to 45-minute coaching session with me one-on-one, and you get to talk about uh, your challenges, ways to grow your business, better ways to structure your marketing, um, better productivity, or how to be a CEO for your company. You know, maybe you've not been that. Maybe you need to walk in that role. How do you begin to walk on the path of being a CEO of your company? And so, um, you know, over the course of the last 18 years of Women About Biz, I've always offered these power talks, and and people have appreciated them so much. So here's your opportunity because we had so many people requesting power talks for the month of March 
we actually had to shut it down a little bit there so that we could make sure we got everybody scheduled in. So now we did all of those power talks, and I'm ready to open it back up and uh, want to tell you exactly how you actually go and get your power talk. So this is very important. Listen up. So you're going to visit womenaboutbiz.net. Again, you're going to visit womenaboutbiz.net. And then what you're going to do is you're going to go to coaching in the top red menu bar. Again, coaching in the top red menu bar. And when you scroll down a little bit, you'll see um, three boxes there. And the first box says free Power Talk coaching session. Just click on the title. And it's going to take you right to the Power Talk coaching page where you can go ahead and complete uh, the form schedule. You can get schedule right then and there. I don't even have to call you. You can do everything in one swoop. You're going to schedule your Power Talk, complete the intake form that allows me to be prepared, and then experience the Power Talk with me. Ladies, I have so much passion to help you be successful and to show you the way. And I teach people from my failures as well as from my successes. I try to keep it as transparent as authentically possible um, because I believe that if people can't see the real you, if they don't know that you failed at some things and that they feel like, okay, well, how do you know how I feel if you've never really actually ever experienced losing money or, or, or what have you? But trust me, I have in the, my 25 years of business, I have been there, done that many times over and really can um, prevent you from walking down the wrong path many of times. So go ahead. It's open. Fair warning. It's open. Free Power Talk coaching sessions are available to you. Take advantage of it. Now, as a side note, I want to say this because I know this goes on in the mind of women. I want to take advantage of Trina offering the free Power Talk, but first I have to get myself together. I don't know why we do this 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 self-talk, but it's true. It happens all the time. I've got to get myself together. I want to go ahead and do my business plan and all that before I talk with Trina. Ladies, please don't do that. The whole purpose of coaching is so that we can help you move forward, okay? And so don't try to get yourself all together because you feel embarrassed or you feel like you can't share some part of it. That's a part that's, that's, a part that's holding you back. So you need to go ahead, if it's being offered to you, you need to go ahead and schedule the Power Talk. Now, I'm going to let you know that for the rest of this month, we are only accepting 15 free Power Talk coaching sessions, okay? And then after that, it will be booked up again. So it's up to you to go ahead and schedule your free Power Talk. Fair warning, I told you, and um, don't be surprised if you hear me saying that we are all booked up and we won't be opening back up for another 30 days. So, again, I, I want you guys to take advantage of it. And, that's, you know, that's one thing as businesswomen that we need to get more used to. Don't you think when, when there's an opportunity before us, we need to grab it. We need to grab hold of it. You know, it's like, okay, now if Trina – charges $125 an hour, and she's offering this power talk, and it, 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 she doesn't want anything in return. She's giving it as a gift. 
I think I better save myself $125 and go ahead and schedule this power talk. And so that's what's so important for you to understand is take advantage. I remember when I didn't take advantage of things. I was always forever, forever self-talking myself out of everything that came my way. Uh, Someone would say they were offering this if you come up and you share something. I wouldn't go up. In my mind, I'd be like, oh, I should do it. I can do it. But no, I'm not going to do it. I was doing too much self-talk. So sometimes we have to do exactly what the Nike phrase says, just do it, right? Just just do it. Just schedule the power talk. And then you will have many aha moments and you will be so happy that you are able to get this out of get stuff out of your head, brainstorm and share. Um, it could be the breakthrough that you have. I may have I, I may have something that helped me to cross over to my six figure that I can share with you, but you'll never know, right? If you don't schedule it. So again, I want to encourage you to do that. It's 1244 after the hour. You are listening to no other than Successful Woman radio show. And I know that there are a lot of people listening live from their smart devices as well as from their um, their phones. And um, they're listening also live online at the, on their computers, their desktops, and their iPad notepads. Thank you so much. You guys just really make me feel so special to know that we have so many people um, who have followed us at Successful Woman Radio. Um, And, again, we've had more than a half million downloads in 10 years that we have been on live, on the air, every single Monday. And um, for those of you who are uh, longtime listeners, you know I rarely ever cancel the show or are not on the show. We have this show going every single Monday, guarantee, holidays or not. I've, uh, I did the show on Christmases, Thanksgivings. I did the show on Memorial Day, Labor Day. I did the show on all kinds of holidays, all kinds of things going on, um, during tornado warnings here in Georgia. I've given this show all, I am committed to making sure that Women have a a positive environment that they can come to on every single Monday at 12 noon Eastern to to get that motivation and encouragement, okay? So um, I wanted to also let you ladies know that I had a breakthrough myself. So I've been working on some goals, and one of my goals um, has nothing to do with business. It really has to do uh, with my bedroom. So I'm a junkie person. Yes, I admit I am junkie. And one of my goals for the quarter that I'm holding myself accountable to is that I am creating my bedroom oasis, right? Anybody who likes fixing up bedrooms or anything like that, feel free to connect with me and say, Trina, I've got some ideas. But I I decided to really make it a project. Um, because it didn't make sense for years and years. I've got this big, huge bedroom, beautiful white brick fireplace, gorgeous uh, something bathtub, just huge bedroom, right? But I haven't done anything with it. So I decided that within this next 90 days, actually 45 days now, I will be walking into an oasis of a bedroom where it will invite me in and I will want to be in there all the time because it just reminds me of serenity and tranquility. Very, very excited about that. So this is what I discovered. So what I discovered is that the reason why I procrastinated on fixing my bedroom uh, because I wasn't making decisions on how I wanted my bedroom to look, and I wasn't making the effort to do that, right? 
I just I was allowing it to um, soak in my mind that it was too hard. It was something that I could put off. I was too busy. I was putting all of these excuses. So in less than 15 days, okay, which is better than the five years I've been waiting to fix my bedroom up, mind you, in less than 15 days, I have bought some designer books. I've identified pictures that I'm going to be purchasing for my bedroom. I've decided on um, I'm taking up my carpet, putting hardwood flooring down. That is something that I wanted. Um, just making some decisions. I'm look, uh, you know, looking for a leather um, recliner that's kind of like a love seat, but a dual recliner for my husband and I, so that we're comfortable um, and we can look at our flat screen TV in the bedroom if we want to. Um, I found the candles for my bathroom. Can you believe I found all this stuff in less than 15 days, and yet it's been five years, and I've been procrastinating in my mind. Well. I don't procrastinate on a lot of things, but I do on some, and this was one of them. And my breakthrough was that I had to sit myself down and say, if it truly matters to me that I'm going to give it some time, right? If it truly, truly matters to me um, that I have a beautiful bedroom and that when I walk in, it's just like walking into a hotel room, if I truly want that experience, then I have to work at having that experience and I have to make some commitment. So I've made a commitment. And as soon as I made that commitment in my mind, I had a breakthrough. And when I had the breakthrough, I was sitting down at the table looking through some of the magazines that I purchased on what I wanted to have in my bedroom. And I began to have joy. I began to smile and I began to feel wonderful because I was doing something that I wanted to have done over five years that I had not done. Maybe some of you are feeling like that as well. Maybe some of you have dreams. Many of you have goals. You have simple things that you want to do as well as complex things that you want to do. But my breakthrough was is that if you don't take action. See, action will help you move past procrastination. It will help you move past fear. And so that is, I've always been so good at helping other people get there. But now I am learning how others feel because I am now addressing some of the things that I've been procrastinating on that I am not accomplishing, right? Just trying to keep it real with you. And so with that said, I want you guys to really start looking at accomplishing your goals every 90 days instead of pushing goals out for the year or what have you. I want you to have 90-day goals that you can easily break down um, and start listing tasks that are going to help you to get there. Now, this is what we do at Lifestyle for Her. We break goals down every 90 days, and so this is what's going to help you. But I wanted to share that tidbit because it makes me feel good that, hey, I had a breakthrough, and I know many of you who are listening to the show need to have your own breakthrough about some simple goals, just simple goals that you want to accomplish, and yet it's been years and you still haven't done it. So join me. You know, join me. I'm going to start, um, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to start maybe um, a talk about the goal. I'm going to put up some pictures and, and just show you guys what I'm doing, and maybe some of you will want to join me in accomplishing some simple goals, some things that you have had as well. Uh, hey, Cheryl, out of New Jersey just text me, says, I am in for the long haul with you, sis. She says, listen, I have wanted to redesign my bathroom forever, and it shouldn't take that long. I'm going to join you in redesigning my bathroom. So, see, it's a lot of people out there 
who are wanting to do simple things, accomplish simple goals, but they are not doing it. Well, I don't want to run out of time before I talk about um, finding your diamonds because the, the whole thing for this month is the diamonds are in your own backyard. And so I just want to quickly talk to you about finding your diamonds. Um, I taught last Monday about the diamonds are in your backyard, meaning that there are um, around you that can become customers, that can become leads, that become um, uh, people who will become referral partners. But when you don't look, you won't find, right? So very, very important. And so that's what I want you to understand. So I, I talked about setting the foundation and get ready to find um, your, you know, your diamonds on last week. So today I'm going to talk to you about finding them. Where the heck are they, you might ask. Well, there's some homework that you've got to do before you can find new leads, new connections that are all around you, right? The first thing that you've got to do is you really do have to make a commitment and understand that you can't find the diamonds around you if you are stuck in your office or in your home office or if you're unwilling to get out from behind your desk and get out there in the world and connect with people. It's just not going to happen, right? This is how you begin to harvest and mine your diamonds. So the first thing you have to do is you have to make a time commitment. How many hours per week can you make to finding your diamonds, to networking and getting out, okay? Now, I've always recommended that you really should be networking um, and going to a networking event or, out, or going out networking at least twice per week. Now, that might sound like a lot to some people, and especially for those of you who are working a full-time job, but it's just the truth, okay? Um, you really should be getting yourself out there twice a week at minimum, okay? Um, I know people who get out every single day and do something um, in the realm of networking. So make that commitment. Can you, can you commit twice a week? getting out, if, if you've not been doing it at all, maybe you can start with once a week for about two weeks and then move up to twice a week getting out there, but you've got to get out there, okay? So that's the first thing that I think is going to be very, very important to finding your diamonds is commitment to getting, getting and connecting with people, okay? Now, the other thing that you've got to do is you've really got to know what qualifies an individual to be a diamond. Um, in your sphere, in your circle, what 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 requirements are there? Um, because they really need to qualify. Well, here's the first thing you need to understand: not every good lead or person that you meet is going to make a diamond. Okay, a diamond is somebody that shines bright to you. They are warm. They are inviting. They seem to want to know just as much about you as you want to know about them, right? They pay attention to what you're saying. Um, they invite you to different networking events, and they want to connect with you. They call you, right? You don't have to run around trying to chase them to find out if they uh, are willing to talk with you. They shine bright, right? That, those are diamonds. They, they, are, they are individuals who say to you, I would love to refer individuals to you. I, I see your kind of customer or client all the time. We need to sit down and talk about how um, I can help you. Diamonds 
they don't, they aren't, you're going to, you're not going to find diamonds every single day, but when you do find a diamond, what you need to understand is that diamonds are usually around for the long haul. Um, they shine bright, but there's some things that you have to prepare for as you begin to uh, look for your diamonds, right? The first thing you have to be willing to do with your diamonds is you have to be willing to reward. Okay, not that they're asking for a reward, but you have to be willing to reward people who who show you that they appreciate what you do and they want to recommend people to you. So you can reward in many ways. You can reward with all kinds of gift cards and a thank you card or thank you note, right? You can give them free service, right? That that'll help. Um, you can also refer back to them. Learn more about their business. Refer back to them. And you can also provide them with resources um, for business that has nothing to do with your business or their business per se, but it's something that will help a business overall, okay? You can provide them with those resources. So rewarding um, your diamonds is really important. And you need to be prepared to reward your, your diamonds. This is why you really need to have a referral and reward system already in place as you go meeting people, right? Now, a person doesn't necessarily know that they're your diamond. You need to be able to identify them, and you don't have to go bragging that, oh, my gosh, you're my diamond, you're my diamond. You don't have to do that. But what you do need to do is you also need to be willing to develop a relationship with that individual. Now, the diamonds that I have in my life, I pretty much know them, their husband, their family, their kids. Over the years, they've invited me to gatherings. They've invited me to things. Um, and so I don't have a whole lot of diamonds, but the ones that I do, I can honestly tell you that even today, after years of knowing um, them, they are still referring people to me as clients. And it's a beautiful thing. So the diamonds are all around you. And then, you know, you have the referral diamonds, you have the client or customer diamonds. These are individuals who need what you, you offer. But you have to find them by creating qualifying questions. So that's the third thing that's very important is you need to have, and qualifying questions is you need to ask them, you know, are you in need of a service? If you were a hairstylist and you were talking to someone at a networking event, you will automatically say, well, let me ask you a question. Are you currently in need of a stylist? That's going to help you understand right then and there if they're in need of a stylist. Now, they may say, yes, I'm in need of a stylist, or they may say, no, I already have a stylist. You might say, well, let me ask you this then. If you have a stylist, do you have a backup stylist? Because, you know, when you have to develop a good relationship with your stylist ahead of time, I would love to be your backup stylist. And then, of course, they'll go ahead. Most people wouldn't have that. And so, again, uh, having qualifying questions will help you to sift out and harvest those diamonds that are your clients or your customers. So I want you to think about that, okay? Other thing is I'm telling you to network twice a, um, twice a week. I'm telling you make sure that you have a reward system in place so, so that you can have that ready, develop a relationship. You must be willing to go places, do things, invite them to other events with you. You must be willing to develop a relationship. And then you must have qualifying questions for those that are diamond customer or clients. Very, very important. How do you find them? They're on social media. They're at networking events, community events. They are 
all around you. They're at your church. They are at other groups and meetings that you go to. They're at your child's PTA meeting. They are all around you. But if you're never looking for them, if you're never prepared, if, if you don't have a reward program, if you're not willing to develop relationships, if you're not willing to get out there and connect, then guess what's going to happen? Your diamonds will remain right where they are buried. And you will not harvest them. You will not be able to get them out. So, again, all of you who are listening, it's time to understand that the diamonds truly are in your own backyard. Well, ladies, that's all I have for you today. I hope that you have had a wonderful time with me today on the show. Please stay tuned next Monday as we continue with the diamonds are in your own backyard. Stay blessed, be productive, and be abundant. Bye-bye, everybody. Mm -hmm.